Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Hi, right, Stubby. Thank you very much. And welcome to hour number two. We're here to answer lawn and garden questions. Urban horticulture is the way I like to look at it. If you'd like to have a garden question answered, you're going to have to initiate this conversation. We don't do outgoing calls. That'd be an interesting concept, Mike. We just uh, we just randomly call people and ask what their garden question is. The uh, phone number for you to call is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. And uh, pick up the phone, give us a call. We have a couple of lines open as we begin this hour. And... Uh, we will begin it by going right back to Dee Dee in Dallas, who had a second question. Dee Dee, how can okay. I help you now? Yeah. Well, I was looking through Lone Star Gardening while you were doing your marketing, and uh, I was totally disappointed. I don't have any information that I need on that, but let's go to our weeds. Uh, first weed is a uh, crepe I, myrtle. I'm sorry, I missed what you said about not having information on something. What was that? Uh, it was on the cast iron plant. I wanted more information on its uh, culture and growing it and all. I ran across it. A neighbor had it. And uh, all of a sudden, something's come up that I think it might be the plant for that area. So I went to to the new book and didn't find any information that would help me. But let's, I'll have to go to the Internet on that one, evidently. But I'll uh, be glad to help you. I I don't know what you were looking for specifically. I would caution you if the neighbor is... Hang on, hang okay. on. Let me finish a sentence. If the neighbor is in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I would be very cautious about recommending that plant because it is not winter hardy this far north. That's the one I was talking to the gentleman about last hour. I have a, a fairly large planting of it, and I have to cover it every winter. Oh. Okay. Uh, the area that, that she had hers in, it was very hardy. But it was, you know, it was probably in an area that it was protected is my guess. Right. Okay. Uh, and then fine. and then they uh the neighbor uh, a neighbor to her cut a tree down. And uh it just about burned up the next summer. Well, that's right. And you'll notice that it, it is recommended for shade. Yeah. It's a shade plant it, and Exactly. And, and that's in the book. It is in there. I'm not trying to yeah. defend the it, book. It, it, it doesn't deserve it, but it, it does say that. <laughs> well, it does talk about it being burned. So I already knew that. I wanted to know a little bit more about its culture. All right. Let's All move right. on to the weeds. The first weed is a crepe myrtle, and it has suckered about seven or eight feet away from the nearest crepe myrtle. So I know that that's the plant that's probably doing it. And how do I uh, stop that? You're probably going to have to you're you're going to have to dig it out with a sharpshooter spade, Dee Dee. Uh, odds are that the the mother plant may have a challenge of some sort. There has been a lot of cold damage this year and two years ago, and uh, they have thrown out a lot of suckers uh, some distance away from the mother plants. And uh, so as a result, we're just going to have to have to uh, dig those out. A lot of us are doing the very same thing. A lot of our other trees have done the same thing. Live oaks have done that. A lot of other trees have. Just uh, cut okay. that umbilical root and dig the plant out. It'll take you, um, if the soil's moist, it'll take you maybe a minute and a half. Understood. Uh, the next two are two uh, weeds that I'm not familiar with and had never seen until a, about starting two years ago. One of them is a rather ferny-looking, low-growing, spreading. Uh, the it, it reminds me of carrot, and I'm wondering if it's some form of wild carrot. And my guess is that it's, I found it along the curb, and I'm guessing that the dogs are picking up the seeds on their feet and uh, distributing it through the neighborhood. Right. And then the, yeah. and then the and other, are we trying to identify okay. these or control them? Um, I think probably control is what the ultimate goal would be. All right. I can help you with that. And, and probably the weed is sticky willy is, is one of the 25 common names with that. 
the seeds are. If this has any kind of spininess to it, then that would be it. It's a, it was really bad two or three years ago, um, and it looks a little like Queen Anne's lace uh, to a degree. But it yes, and it does have seed that catches in dogs for really badly. Uh, it's easily controlled uh, with a broadleaf weed killer spray, a 2,4-D spray, easily controlled. So, Mowing okay, it also so will help because it will keep it from going to flower. Well, these are flowering uh, right down against the ground. I mean, some right, of the plants are Then use the broadleaf so weed killer spray. That'll take yeah. care of it. Yeah. I'm going to have to spray the neighbor's yards. Well, it, I, I can't help you with that. <laughs> That's right. Nope. The other one is one that I've never seen before in this area, and it looks like uh, a uh, miniature uh, crown vetch or a pea vine of some sort. It has a pea vine type seed pot on it, and I had never seen that before. Okay. Well, there are a lot of uh, legumes. That, uh, that, must, that have yeah. that yeah that have the the little pods, uh, even uh, mimosa pudica, the sensitive briar has that, and people are surprised by that when they see it. But I'm uh, familiar with it, but this one I've never seen before. Yeah, well, I don't know it from that description, so I can't really help you. I didn't get a whole lot of detail, but if you want to get rid well, of it, it again, it's a yep. broadleaf plant. Broadleaf, obviously not a grass. So yeah, same broadleaf. And uh, you. When should it be applied? When it's growing actively. The broadleaf weed killer sprays do their best job when a plant is growing actively. By the time it goes to seed, it's a little harder. Okay, that's right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Thanks for waiting on me twice. All right. Okay, let me see where I am now. It's time for Ace. Always time for Ace. Ace is a place for the helpful hardware folks. They're also a place where you can go to get your broadleaf weed killers, and they can help you with them. They'll show you right there. Here it is. They'll hold it and, and show it. You go in the front door, and you say, I need some garden supplies, and they'll take you right to it. But they also can help you with your uh, songbird feeds. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. Get a great deal on songbird selections, five-pound bags, Premium bird food, eleven ninety nine. Assorted varieties, from farm to feeder, fortified with vitamins for reproductive health. No corn, milo, or fillers. Ideal for all types of wild birds. Use it with a hopper type, or tube type, or platform feeders. Ace stores are parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. So you're getting help from people you already know. They're your neighbors. Local experts with trusted advice you can rely on. No matter where you are or what project you're working on, the ACE people can help you. Let's just say that you're painting and you go in you say, I need to match this paint. Oh, my goodness, they can match paint. They are fabulous. I went in on a Saturday. My wife had a group coming in the next day, and it was about an hour before closing time. And the person who was their number one paint matcher had already gone off. It had been in there most of the day, and, and it wasn't even supposed to be his day on work. And um, they worked and worked. And I think, if I remember right, this a couple of years ago, I think he even came in to make sure that we got the paint color matched because they knew I was going to be painting. A, what I had done was I took a, a an old can that I thought was the same paint and put it up on, on the wall, and when it dried, it wasn't a match. It looked worse than it did with the chips out of the wall. Oh, my goodness, a dark brown. And they got me all fixed up. They are great at Ace. That is what you call a helpful hardware folk. And I was so pleased. Well, that's what they'll do with, with paint and with plumbing. and they, they worry about your succeeding with the project you're on. Now, remember that I had the, the Songbird food, premium Songbird food, for eleven ninety nine assorted varieties. Remember, that's the special. But what's really special is the people at Ace Hardware. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. Hi, I'm Carrie from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Magnolia Home paint products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Well, how fortuitous I would bring up paint, hmm, you think? Let me give you the phone number now, and we have open lines. Love to hear from you. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543 want to tell you about uh, a, a thing or two, and then I'm going to take a break and get myself back on time 
spend a lot of time answering those questions, and, and I'll get caught up here. Um, if, uh, if I can help you, give me a call, 888-787-5543. Our grandson, Sam, graduated from UNT yesterday, and uh, that was really a wonderful experience to go to his graduation. He's our oldest grandchild, and he is now graduated in business and finance. And uh, he also is the father of a three-year-old little girl. He's been a wonderful dad with her. And he was working full-time all of that time. Oh, my goodness. Proud of Sam. Really proud of Sam. So he's somebody's going to get themselves a really good employee, a very loyal employee. So he has worked hard all of his life. Um, so that was fun. It was it was exciting to was telling Mike off the air uh, that the president of the university addressed the thousand or so business uh, and management graduates yesterday. It's always a, a real assortment of talents when you go to a college. This is a college within the university uh, of, of uh, graduates. Our son Todd graduated at uh, UT in uh, radio, television, and film, but you also had people who were uh, in uh, speech therapy, speech pathology, and and they're very different from the TV on-the-air people. Todd is behind the scenes on TV. You get all kinds of personalities and and such. And uh, yesterday, it was was really, last night, it was really something to see all the people who are in marketing. There are a lot of creative people, a lot of cum laude's and magna cum laude's and summa cum laude's oh my goodness a lot of brilliant young men and women from all over the world graduating from unt and uh, the president asked the thousand kids how many of you are the first in your family to graduate from college and i don't know how many hands went up but it was it was a couple hundred maybe and he said oh that's wonderful and he said me too and that just really really affected me because there he is president of a major university and it just shows what you can do so congratulations everybody if you have a college graduate in your family hats off so that's that um what else did i want to tell you uh, i wanted to tell you about uh, take all root rot and i want to tell you quickly if, if you have yellowed st alex let me give you the phone number again it's 888-787-KLIF 888-787-5543. I want to tell you about Take All Root Rot. If you have St. Augustine, it is, is not greening up the way you want it to, but it's coming in yellowed, just kind of washed with yellow, uh, like the paint didn't get mixed uniformly, uh, speaking of painting. Uh, then that's Take All Root Rot, and the fungicide Azoxystrobin, uh, which is sold as Scott's Disease X. That's the only brand that's out there. So uh, when there comes a second brand, I'll start mentioning two, or I just won't mention any. But just to cut right to the chase, I, I'll just tell you Scott's Disease X uh, is the only uh, recommended thing from the, from the uh, ag colleges for consumers. And it will do a good job of, of uh, stopping that disease. It's not perfect, but it's the best thing we have better than the old peat moss treatment that we used to recommend. That slowed it. This, uh, this actually stops the organism. That's been, become a serious disease, worse than we expected it to. It's uh, most prevalent in alkaline soils, and uh, that's what we have in the Metroplex. But it's even showing up in acidic soils, so it's just a problem. Um, it's a cool season disease, uh, April and May. It should abate as it gets hot in the summertime, but, you know, you hope your St. Augustine hadn't been killed by then. You do need to treat if you have it. So I take all root rot. And the other thing I want to mention is if you've had crepe myrtle bark scale in the past where you have the, the white insects on the stems and, and uh, uh, twigs of the crepe myrtles, uh, you need to treat now, the middle of May, hello, that's right now, with uh, imidacloprid systemic insecticide. That's one of the most common insecticides in the world. And so you'll have no trouble getting that at at your hardware store or your nursery or feed store. Imidacloprid, I-M-I-D-A-C-L-O-P-R-I-D, imidacloprid. 
and use that as a soil drench, a liquid that you mix with water and you pour it around the, the drip line of the, of the crepe myrtle and then water heavily to get it down into the root zone so it can be taken into the plant. You do that now and, and uh, by the time the crepe myrtle bark scale begins to develop, it'll start sucking on the, the insects will start sucking on the twigs and they will die. The same with crepe myrtle aphids. So that'll cut down on the sticky honeydew and therefore the black sooty mold that grows in the honeydew. So those are two things that are very, uh, uh, very timely. So 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. We have all that information on, on crepe myrtles uh, on, my, on the website. I have it on mine too, but, but on the website of the Crepe Myrtle Trails of McKinney, it's a crepe, C-R-A-P-E, crepemyrtletrails.org. And uh, I might also, one last thing I'll mention on crepe myrtles. If you have suckers coming up at the ground, right at, at the base of a crepe myrtle plant, if I see them coming up vigorously right now, before I trim those off, I look up into the canopy of the plant. And if it is sparse at the top, I don't trim them off yet because there's a good chance that that top is dying back. And even though it may have some green leaves on it, if it, if it is lethargic, it's had cold damage. And you may need those, those basal sprouts to be your new trunks. So just keep that in mind. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. This is my book, and it might be the only gardening reference book that you will need to be successful here in Texas. It's a hardback with 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, and it was printed in Texas. 11 chapters covering lawns. Well, let me just start out. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, things that you have to know to do all the rest of it. Uh, it talks about the soil types of Texas, the climatic zones of Texas, uh, the uh, rainfall areas of Texas, etc. Chapter 2 is the 48-page calendar, four pages per month, telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. And then specific chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. There are more than 25 multi-page charts in the book. Now, if you're looking for a specific plant and you say, well, it just doesn't give me details of the plant, it may be in the chart where, uh, in one of those charts where, yeah, the details are there. You just have to look up the plant and it will tell you how tall, how wide it grows, what kind of soils it needs, sun or shade, how I'd rank it, what its hardiness zone is. It's all there. It's just not written out in two pages of detail. That's how this book ended up being not 900 pages, but 344 pages. So uh, that's why I wanted to go into a little bit of defense there on, on Aspidistra and, and uh, such. So anyway, just pointing that out. The uh, The chart on perennials and annuals are especially useful if you're trying to plan a color program for your yard. So that's what's in the book. Um, you can't go into a store and see it because it's not in stores and not on Amazon. As a result, I have always guaranteed satisfaction or a full refund. If, if you're not happy, I'll give you every penny back. I've not been asked to refund on any of the books I've sold. 78,000 sold so far, not one request for refund. I sign every copy as it sells, and uh, uh, the, the way you get it, since it's not in stores, not on Amazon, you get it either from my, my uh, office by calling Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it from my website right now while you're thinking about it at neilsperry.com. I have it on sale for a short time longer at thirty six ninety five. That's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, not the cowboy boot book, but one that's a quarter century newer. It's at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. 
Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. All right, thank you, sir. Let me tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair. These are the people that can make your house whole once again. Give them a call for the free home inspection. It's 214-333-0003. There's absolutely no obligation when you call them to look at your home. They will check the foundation, the slab, and see if there's any kind of a problem. If there is, they will show you where it is, what it is, and uh, if it needs to be repaired, what it would cost to repair it. That's Advanced Foundation Repair at 214-333-0003. FoundationRepairs.com, plural, FoundationRepairs.com. And uh, they have been very innovative in their industry. In fact, they have brought their industry along. They were the first ever to do that uh, inspection like that, the first ever to offer a lifetime guarantee on any work done on a slab and to make it transferable from owner to owner to owner and to back it by cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. All of those pioneered by Advanced Foundation Repair. We've had them work on our foundation And I'm here to tell you that they do it well. They do it affordably, and they do it to last. And uh, those are things I would want in the sponsor, and that's why I'm so proud to tell you about them. It's Advanced Foundation Repair at 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com, Advanced Foundation Repair. I'm Sherry from TNC Ace Hardware on Jacksboro Highway. We're your source for those great home and garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Sherry, very, very much. Let's go to Brian in Lucas now. Brian, this is Neil. Good morning, uh, afternoon. How can I help you? Good afternoon, Neil. Um, got an interesting question for you. Um, I've got what appears to be a, a young hackberry tree growing out of the pit of a cedar tree mm-hmm. um, about chest high. I thought it was a vine at first, but it's clearly a tree that's uh, gotten to be about five feet tall, just growing out of the little crevice there. I was wondering, um, is it safe just to yank it out of there and plant it somewhere, or is something else I should do with it? Well, how high is it off the ground? Where you can see it going into the um, off the ground uh, about five feet. All right, that must be quite a crevice. Must be a good bit of moisture and a good bit of uh, debris caught down in there. Yeah. Uh, yank is not exactly a horticultural term that I'm comfortable with. <laughs> <laughs> and the second question I would ask if you were offered from uh, a neighbor, hey, I have a hackberry tree. Would you like a hackberry tree? What would your response be? Um, I mean, it looks like a good tree. Okay. Well, if you if you want to save it, the time to do so would be in the middle of the winter when it's completely and totally dormant. The worst possible time to do it would be going into the summer when it's growing most vigorously, i.e. this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Right. Yeah. So you could not be at a worse possible time to to yank it. Okay. If you're going to try to save it, I would do so in the wintertime. I'd wait. Uh, Hackberry tree on a scale of 1 to 10 would would, uh, lift the the weight a little bit. It might get a 4. They're not not great trees because they're very brittle. I wouldn't plant it anywhere where its branches could, could break in an ice storm and do damage. Okay. It's not the worst tree, but it's far from the best. If you're going to take up space in your yard, uh, all kidding aside, Brian, if you're going to take up space in your yard and and you want a shade tree, you'd be better off to spend the $25 and go buy yourself a a small uh, oak or uh, cedar elm or something else that that will be a really high-quality tree. Uh, But 
you know, it's a novelty. And if you want to say, hey, this got the first uh, two years of its life started in a cedar tree five feet off the ground, that's certainly up to you. <laughs> Sounds good. I think I'll, I think I'll wait on it. Okay. Good deal. Thanks for the call. Appreciate that. Take care. All right. Yeah, that's odd. That's uh, almost like an epiphyte, almost like an orchid or a uh, bromeliad growing uh, suspended up off the ground. All right. If you'd like to call, the number is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Baylor Scott and White Health, great news. They've made it easy for us to keep up with our health at any time. They now offer 24-7 video visits on the MyBSW Health app. And we can get in uh, virtual care whenever and wherever we need it. Like right now or later tonight. Even on weekends when allergies start acting up while we're out in the garden. Or when we run into a stinging creature or poison ivy or some other rash-raising plant out in nature. The best part is that we don't even have to stop what we're doing to get the care that we need. So we can stay focused on doing what we love. It's as simple as texting BETTER. B-E-T-T-E-R to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Text BETTER to 88408. That's Baylor Scott & White Health. MyBSW Health. They mean so much to so many. Baylor Scott & White Health. Text BETTER to 88408. We're always with you. Just download and listen to the KLIF app on your phone. This is Real News and Information 570. KLIF. KLIF KLIF.com. Neil Sperry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter from my computer to your email. Thursdays, right after 6 p.m. If you have interest in getting eGardens, you need to sign up for it, and you do so by going to my website, neilsperry.com. And uh, you look for the eGarden navigation button, click on it, and scroll down. You can see the most recent issue of eGardens, and you sign up right there alongside. Now, there always will be five stories in eGardens. One of them will be a featured plant of the week. One of them will be gardening this weekend, where I point out the things that you need to do in the ensuing eight or ten or, uh, well, three or four days, I'm sorry. Uh, and then uh, it'd be eight or ten things that I point out for that weekend. And one of them will always be our Q&A section, where I've greatly expanded that and brought in a lot of uh, uh, opportunity for you to ask questions. And people are telling me that they really enjoy that part of eGardens. Then a couple of other stories. Right now we had uh, Diane Sitton write a great story uh, two days ago about uh, found items that uh, uh, she has observed being used to make forever flowers, you know, like propellers that uh, turn into beautiful petals of flowers. Yeah, you have to see it to understand it. But you can see eGardens, and, and I, I'm take my chances on this one i think you'll say yeah i want that that looks great neil sperry's e-gardens free and weekly thursdays right after six i spend about a day and a half or two days a week getting e-gardens ready for you uh, you sign up for it at neilsperry.com i will never spam you i don't give or sell your email address to anybody it is free and always will be take a look at it at neilsperry.com click on e-gardens it's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. I have a couple of small trees I wanted to tell you about, and each of them is adapted to shade or part shade. Saucer magnolias bloom first in the spring. They're deciduous trees growing to 15 to 20 feet tall. They're actually large shrubs. Their three to four inch blooms resemble light purple or white tulips in very early spring. They do best given afternoon shade and ample moisture. They're best in northeast Texas, including the Dallas-Fort Worth area. They do not do well on shallow, alkaline, white rock soils. That's saucer magnolia. Some people call it tulip tree magnolia, but that's a bad name. That's a different tree. You want saucer magnolia. Japanese maples are small trees that must have protection from the hot afternoon sun in Texas. There are several varieties. Many of them have purple foliage. Some of them have green. They must have the shade. They need moisture and they're beautiful. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. 
tell you about Wortham Brothers right now, Premier Roofing Company. They are the best. They're just great serving the entire Metroplex with the finest in roofing since 1986. 125,000 roofs installed. Oh, my goodness. All kinds of roofs. Composition, clay and concrete tile, metal roofs, slate roofs, new or residential re-roofing. This is a family-run business through and through. Second-generation family. If you've had hail or wind damage or you just think you might have, you need to get Wortham Brothers out to take a look. They'll go up on your roof. If there is damage up there, they'll take photos and bring them down to you and show you. If there is no damage, they'll tell you that. If they see things that could be done to give a longer life to your roof, they'll tell you that. Maybe the flashing needs to be uh, repositioned or repaired or replaced, whatever. They know what the watch for and and what they're seeing let them go up on your roof and let them work with you and if you need a new roof trust them to give you suggestions like the continuous ridge vent that they suggested to us and like the the uh, impact resistant 40-year heavier weight roofing that they suggested saying you're going to save on your insurance oh my goodness we did they're great people i'm proud to recommend them to you it's been about 10 years now i've been telling you about wortham brothers roofing company at 972-562-5788 wbroofing.com take a look at the website lots of great information there it's wortham brothers roofing company at 972-562-5788 wortham brothers Roofing Company, WBRoofing.com. Do you like your job? Job satisfaction hit a 36-year high last year. I'm Dave Williams with Amy Shadroff. Monday morning at 640 on KLIF, we will tell you why, and we'll catch you up on all the news from the weekend. DFW's Morning News with Dave and Amy, 5 until 9 a.m. on KLIF. I hope you'll visit my website, neilsperry.com. That's where you see archived information on Rose Rosette virus and crepe myrtle bark scale. It's also where you sign up for eGardens. You've heard about it a couple times in the last five minutes. And it's also where you see answers to my 1,001 frequently asked questions, which now has grown to about 1,030. <laughs> I keep adding them. And you'll also find uh, the uh, the uh, ability to order my book, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. All of that is at my website. Hope you'll bookmark it. Hope you'll look at it frequently. NeilSperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. NeilSperry.com. Hi, I'm Adil from Plano Ace Hardware. We're your source of those great garden products. Count on us for a friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Medill, very much. Let's go to Ron in Garland. Ron, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Yes, Neil, I have a Turk's cap that stuff has been eating leaves on it. Uh, it happened to me last year and the year before, and I even went out at nighttime to see what if there's anything on it. I never have seen anything. All right. Well, uh, is the damage happening at night, or is the damage happening at daytime? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out because I can't see any any buzz on it right now or any worms or anything on it right now. Well, don't worry about. Well, I went out with the yeah, I went out worry. with the flashlight and looked and uh, hadn't seen anything either. So. Yeah, but what I was asking is actually determined a different way. You don't have to see the thing actively feeding. What you have to do is, and and if you want to take a photo uh, uh, tonight at at. Uh, dusk and then go out tomorrow morning at dawn or shortly after and take another photo and see if anything has been anything fresh has been eaten Uh, that would tell you it's happening overnight you don't have to see the insect you just have to see when the damage is being done Uh, if it's being done at night it would be snails or slugs um, but you would see slime trails on the leaves Um, i don't recall ever seeing those on on my turks cap i have several turks cap um, Katie Dids love the hibiscus clan, all the different hibiscus uh, uh, species and, and such. Uh, again, though, I don't remember seeing them be a, a huge problem on Turk's Cap, uh, but that would be where I would start first would be Katie Dids, and they're very mobile. They're, they're related to grasshoppers, and so they can get around in a hurry. They see you coming, they're going to fly away, and uh, so it may be that. Um, you might, well... I hate to start recommending things until I have a better idea of what's actually doing it. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. Understand that. If I if I knew it was Katie Dids, you know what Katie Did is. It's a, it looks like a green grasshopper, right? It's like a green grasshopper that got caught in a car door, kind of kind of flat. Yeah, I I you know I haven't seen anything around here though. All right. If if you think if you ever see those in the in the vicinity, then that's probably what's doing it. They take significant chomps when they when they eat. They eat a good bit. If you think that might be what's doing it, then uh, your best bet is to spray from overhead with with an, an insecticide that will get them and spray down, and you you might be able to get them as they try to fly away. They're hard to see sometimes, and they can be in a, a a plant and, and be pretty well camouflaged. I don't know that that's what's doing it, but if it is, that's that's what I would do is spray from overhead down. Um, tropical hibiscus are a little bit tender, strangely enough, to insecticides, so you need to be careful to look and make sure that there's no disclaimer on the, on the uh, uh, bottle when you buy it that it should not be used on hibiscus because if it, if it says that, then you probably should not use it on Turk's cap either. Uh, you might want to try just a little bit um, out of the way somewhere on the back of the plant. Make sure it doesn't do, doesn't burn the leaves. I don't think it will. Turkscape's pretty durable, but that would be a starting point. But I'd I'd try to find a Katie did and make sure that's it before you spend the money. Um, otherwise, okay. Here, here, okay, here's something though. If I look at the leaves, it looks like somebody stood back and and, and shot off the shotgun. A bunch of little hole, bunch of holes in it. Okay, and the holes go all the way through. Oh yeah. And there's, are there any pieces of any of the holes that are hanging completely? That are not completely separated. Uh, let me look right. I can look right now. Uh, it's all gone. I mean, it's just like somebody just completely curved through the leaf leaves. They're not all round. They're all. Kind of different shapes. And everything. All right, that's something chewing, then. That was going to be my next question. Okay, well, the other thing you could do, then, is is to put seven dust on the plants. I mean, they won't look too pretty for a day or two until you wash it off. But seven is a, is a stomach poison, and it would uh, it would kill anything that's chewing. I, I don't have okay. a very good answer because I don't know what we're going after. So I just have, <laughs> to, have to leave it with you. That's about the okay. best I can do. Okay, well, thanks. Thanks for the help. Anyway, yeah. If you if you if you see the insect, call me back and we can go from there. But that okay, that's a good thanks a lot. Point. You bet. Thanks for the call. All right, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book, and uh, I've I've told you it's three hundred forty four pages, eight hundred forty of my photos. When I began, I wanted to have a book of about two hundred pages and maybe uh, three or four hundred photos, and I went nuts. I just really did. I did want to have it be a hardback. Uh, several companies had come toward me for a paperback book. I said, no, nah, everything I've done has been a hardback. I don't want to go to a paperback now. Uh, I want it printed in Texas. Well, that ruled out a bunch of companies because they print in China. No, thank you. Eleven chapters covering, uh, well, chapter one's basics. Chapter two is that calendar that I wanted to put in. That took 48 pages because we wanted four pages per month on planting, pruning, fertilizing, and spraying in that month, what needs to be what needs to be done in May right now, uh, what needs to be done in June when the month changes, and all the way through the gardening year. And then chapters 3 through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, and then long chapters on annuals and perennials, and uh, uh, then we have lawns, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening, the whole works, it's all there. It's all there for you. Uh, more than 25 multi-page charts. I think you'll be very happy with the book. The book's only $36.95 for a limited time longer, and uh, I guarantee that you'll get that much good out of it and a lot more, or I'll refund every penny you invest in it. I've sold 78,000 copies, and uh, I don't say that to boast because had I gone through stores and through Amazon, I would have sold a lot more than that. But uh, I say it to tell you that I've not had one request for a refund out of 78,000 copies sold to date. So here are the two ways you can order it, since it's not on Amazon and it's not in stores. You order it from my office, and that is by calling Monday through Friday working hours, uh, daytime working hours. And that number is 800-752-GROW, 800 752 
888-447-4769. The other way to order is to go to my website, and that is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. It's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at just thirty-six ninety-five for a limited time longer. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. For more than 20 years, I've told you about advanced foundation repair leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner to owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. Thank you, sir, very much. And let me tell you right now about Arborological Services, the finest in tree care, bar none. They are just great. These men and women, when they get up in the mornings and they look in the mirror, they see tree people. They think tree people. All day long they're thinking about trees. That's what they do for a living. And uh, they have 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. Let's say that together. They have 12 of them. These are college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. Three of their people, Steve Hauser, Russell Peters, and Kevin Bassett, have been selected as Arborist of the Year for the state of Texas. That is a big hooray. And uh, you can have uh, their uh, company do the finest in tree work on your trees if you'll give them a call. It's a toll-free number. makes it sound like they're based out of Trenton, New Jersey or Los Angeles or something. They're not. They're right here in the Metroplex, and all of their work is right here in the Metroplex. 866-552-7267. The reason for that is there are so many area codes and so many different things here in the Metroplex. They did that as a as a gift to local callers. 866-552-7267. It's arborological.com on the web, and uh, you will enjoy doing business with these people. Your trees represent the biggest investment you have in your landscape. Take great care of those trees. That's Arborological Services on Facebook, Arborological Services Incorporated, Twitter at the tree experts, no hyphen, uh, uh, no spaces, the tree experts, and uh, Arborological Services Inc. on Facebook, as I mentioned. Phone 866 552 7267 and the website arborological.com. Arborological Services. I'm Mark from Ben Burke Ace Hardware. I own my Ace Hardware store because I want to help your family, and I'm proud of my team that's there to serve you. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Mark, very, very much. And I welcome to our uh, phone lines right now my pastor, Pastor Tommy Brummett. And, uh, Tommy, I warned you last week that we'd be in church, and we made it. It was so good to see you all in church last Sunday. It was Sunday. nice to my- be back. And, and I, I told people that we'd tell them why we, uh, Lynn and I had not been there, and I told them at 1 o'clock today that uh, the election now is over, and that was the reason that we had not been able to come and hadn't been able to tell them uh, when when I referred to that. Lynn won her election for re-election to school board in McKinney, as did the other two incumbents. And uh, glad that's behind us, Tommy. I am so glad that's behind us. Maybe y'all can take a deep breath, but it was great to see you in church, Neil, and look forward to seeing you this Sunday. You bet, and we will be there for Mother's Day. That's our goal. Um, we saw Sam graduate yesterday, Aaron's oldest son at UNT. I told my audience about that about 20 minutes ago. That was cool. Uh, college graduations are always fun. You've had a couple of them, and, and so you know. And um, the Congratulations uh, to Sam. That's wonderful. And that's something he has had a full-time job the last two years of that and, and, uh, and full-time in college. He got out in three and a half years. And has a three-year-old daughter to boot, and he's half-time there and, and doing a wonderful job there. So really proud of Sam. Wonderful. Wasn't that Crepe Myrtle thing yesterday fun? Oh, it was so it was so fun. I guess you've told everybody what we were what we did yesterday, and I, I was uh, it was pleased to just come and see what y'all were doing. Y'all do such an amazing thing, giving those crepe myrtles to our fifth graders to to give to their moms for Mother's Day. It was and and all the young people coming out to help all the high school students 
to make that happen. It's just it's good to be part of a community, isn't it? Tommy, we were we were trying to to get trucks to deliver those we had, and for anybody who just tuned in, for 17 years, the Crepe Myrtle Trails of McKinney Foundation has given a one gallon Crepe Myrtle to every fifth grade student in McKinney ISD uh, to take home to their mom to give as a Mother's Day gift, and it's about two thousand for for round figures. And, um, and so it's a pretty big undertaking and pretty expensive undertaking. And one of the biggest jobs is to find 20, we have 20 elementary schools, find 20 pickups uh, with people who can take time off to deliver the, the plants. And we needed help loading the trucks. My wife has been instrumental in running that thing, the, the program, and she's, she had her hands full with her school board election. And uh, so we she got busy Monday, and, and we were having trouble finding trucks. We called Jay Gaskell, the principal at McKinney North, and said, do you have some kids who could help us load trucks? Oh, yeah, I'll send 10 of my pals over. That's the, the, the kids who are working to get their green cords and need some hours. And little did we think about the fact that you get 10 boys coming to help they're probably going to have nine pickups among them. <laughs> and there they were. We had pickups left over. <laughs> so it worked out beautifully. So it was, it was great. So, so tell Wonderful. us about Sermon Tomorrow on Mother's Day. Tell us. Oh, so it's, so it's Mother's Day, and we're going to give thanks for the women who have blessed us. We're going to read out of Timothy, as, as Paul says, you remember the gift uh, that was that was given to you through your grandmother and your mother and now continues and and we're going to talk about that generational gift uh, that we give of of power love and self-control and we're also uh, inviting all of our church members uh, we have a mission partner baby booties diaper bank here in McKinney and so we're we're helping to stock uh, their diapers they help families here in McKinney and Collin County and we're uh, encouraging everybody uh, to get their booties to church on Mother's Day and, uh, and bring diapers and wipes and all those um, things that will just so help our young families, so many families in need right now. So it'll be a great Mother's Day. Excited. Our children's choirs are going to sing. Uh, and if, if you can join us, join us in person. We're in downtown McKinney, and, um, and we worship at 8. 9, 10.05, and 11.10, and we live stream that 10.05 service from the sanctuary. So join us at sharingtheheart.org, and I hope just everyone has a blessed Mother's Day. I'll bet they will, and that, that's just that's fun, and it's a historic old church. It's about the last church left on Church Street, and uh, we're proud to hold our, our position there, just really proud, and, and uh uh, so, and Tommy is our senior pastor, and and just a wonderful opportunity for you to come join us if you will. And, and as Tommy said, at least join the live stream. You see that once, you'll be there in person. We we'll get you. We will get you. <laughs> so, sharingtheheart dot org, and it's the ten oh five service. Um, the uh, and and Tommy often will uh, share some birding tips with us, and that's what we're going to do. And I want to leave a little bit of time for uh, what the vocal majority is going to do. Tommy, also tell us. Uh, I, I saw a meadow lark. I don't see a lot of meadow larks. I grew up with them in College Station. Um, I don't see a lot of them here. I saw one yesterday. Um, and then you also have house finches. Tell us a little bit about those two birds. Well, meadow larks are just absolutely gorgeous. They sing beautifully. They need wide open spaces, right? That's and and the more we encroach on wide open spaces, the less we see of meadow larks. But right here in Texas, we're at the dividing line between the eastern meadow lark and the western. And you don't have to drive too far out in the country uh, to be able to see and hear the beautiful song of the meadow larks. Just yellow breasted, just beautiful. Uh, in their singing, and they're just a joy to witness and behold. Um, and we talked about house finches. We've got house finches. I was walking in downtown McKinney, and there were house finches uh, all over downtown just singing this morning and, and uh, making noise. I have house finches that are nesting on my front porch in my uh, hanging basket, Neil. Uh, <laughs> and we, we, we peeked in um, this morning, and there are eggs in the nest, um, all eggs of one color, and then one egg, which is a little larger and brown speckled, and that would be an egg from a 
brown-headed cowbird. Uh, they come and lay their eggs in, in other birds' nests. So, so we've got an interloper on our front porch, Neil. But, uh, but the house finches are beautiful birds. They will sing to you from early in the morning till late in the evening. And, um, and I, hope, I hope you get to see and hear the house finches this year. Wonderful. Oh, it's a great time of year for the birds. And our, uh, uh, you and I have never talked about this, but the Rio Grande chirping frogs are alive and well on our driveway. Now, when I take Zeus yeah. out in the dark, they are so melodic. I love those things. They came in in, in, in potting soil, I guess. And uh, I don't know if you've ever heard those, Tommy, but they are really a pretty sound. So there you go. Uh, I look I, forward. I want to have you help me on this. Uh, it was just a tragic thing that happened almost a, a week ago right now in Allen. And the vocal majority is doing a benefit concert this evening at 730 uh, to, to raise funds for the survivors and the uh, those who were injured and for the victims' families and uh, for the first responders and for mental health. And uh, 100% of the proceeds for their concert, the vocal majority, is so spectacularly good. There's many, many men who are giving. Uh, this came together Thursday night, less than two days ago. And it will be at the uh, McKinney High School Performing Arts Center. And I, I will tell you, it was named a great surprise to my wife, for my wife, for her support of the fine arts in McKinney. At 1400 Wilson Creek Parkway at McKinney High School, at 7.30 tonight. Be there at 7. It's going to be uh, just uh, open admission. Uh, no charge. Uh, hat will be passed, or there will be a box, or there will be something there uh, for donations. And they have all kinds of ways to donate checks and and um, uh, barcode scanning and, and debit and credit cards. And sounds like our church, Tommy. <laughs> yes, so, yes. But anyway, all of it will go uh, they, they keep none of it at all, and, and the yeah. school doesn't either. It's all a benefit. So they're wonderful to hear, and it will be about an hour-long concert. So we hope that folks will come. So we'll be there. Well, we appreciate we appreciate their kindness and mm-hmm. in response to um, just the pain and the, just the brokenheartedness of so many people uh, for this past week. And we are... We are continuing to pray and continuing to encourage one another and to watch people step forward and bless one another um, is, is one of the healing things that can take place. It's a time when churches have really rallied to help and, and yes. when, when we need you and we need your help, Tommy, and you've been wonderful and so have the other churches. I appreciate yes. all your help this time and, and for birding and for churching and everything else, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you, Neil. Thank you, Tommy. Pastor Tommy Brummett, First United Methodist Church in McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Until next week, happy gardening.